everybody, and welcome back to Roby Wrap-Up. Thank you for joining us once again. I am joined today by Mr. Stephen Lewis and Mr. Dan Lyle, the original Captain America and USA Rugby legend, uh, to talk a little sevens. Guys, welcome to the program first, Dan. Thanks for having me. Dan Lyle, it's been a while. Good to see your smiling face. Dan, we've got an LA Sevens. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so not the LA7s, not the HSBC LA7s as part of the series that you are nicely wearing uh, one of the t-shirts from last year. No, it is the Quest for Gold 7s. It is a specifically an Olympic prep event. It is one month out from the Olympic Games. In essence, when everything got blew up because of COVID and the series was wiped off the map, for the rest of 20 and most of 21, there was a thought process of trying to connect the dots, maybe playing a couple of uh, second quarter series things that could double as Olympic uh, prep events. But that really was not the case because the seven series is so dominant financially on gate and sponsor activation versus broadcast that it really was about you know getting uh, these teams prepped for the Olympics. Every country has got a different um, issue by way of um, whether you're a red, amber, different level of where you are. So the travel restrictions, getting in, getting out of your country, going back to your country by way of um, COVID has been playing havoc with all of these tournaments. And I think we've only been able to see these two right in Madrid and Dubai, and there's been one or two, as we just saw in in uh, the UK, one or two of kind of training style type ones. We're trying to be the first. The Quest for Gold Sevens will be a Friday, Saturday, 25, 26 June uh, event. Friday will be kind of a friends and family and partners uh, kind of controlled environment, and Saturday is a ticketed event, and it's on sale as we speak. It's the uh, LA7s was Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. Friday will actually be in the uh, track stadium. Those that follow MLR will know that the uh, Legion played a game there. So men's and women's teams cohabitating one after the other, you know, on full display on Saturday. Yeah, well, I I think maybe we should put it in context. Um, So fantastic to see sevens coming back, top level sevens coming back to the States and LA in particular. But um, it's part of um, what is a sort of resurgence, a renaissance, hopefully, in sevens, which was really a bit of a sticky wicket if Tokyo hadn't gone ahead. The World Series under pressure. So sevens as a variant, as a game, was under pressure. But what we're seeing, we're seeing the Collegiate Rugby Championship coming back to New Orleans. We then see an Olympic repechage in Monaco, which I will be attending with uh, the Jamaica team. Then you've got Dan's event, which is really the last chance saloon in terms of... um, selection for certain teams and that's a month out so it's ideal preparation for the eagles then the big one itself tokyo olympics uh and then today they just announced the date for the world cup in south africa next year in cape town in september so it's it's a big news and sevens i think we'll see steve i think we'll see kind of in your using your words that uh, renaissance you know of sevens They'll announce pretty soon uh, in early June, the 22 series. We still have a 21 series to be played. That's kind of a partner make good meets evolution. It's a hard thing coming off the back of the Olympics. So they're, you know, the likes of Hong Kong and Vancouver and, and Dubai and Cape Town are still kind of 
they're they're still there. So there's a 21 season still to be played, and then a 22 season to be announced. And that is a that's part and parcel to the entire global calendar structure going on right now. So are we say, are you saying that there is some collective working together for a global calendar? I think it was a little bit wishful thinking now seeing the water that's gone under the bridge, um, you know, in the middle of COVID, you know, all the, all the messy, messy, you know, bad stuff that was going on. I think that what it's done is it's, it's put people into a position of saying, okay, well, when is it that we can play collectively? I think they've in the men's 15s game determined that July and November is that time. Uh, It'll always be, compromise and there will always be way people that have to you know take something versus giving something and vice versa depending on what you're looking at but sevens as steve said was in a it was in a painful place yeah. you know it was and it still is in a painful place the priorities of the series now are being addressed alongside the global calendar so that the priorities of all of these unions, men's and women's teams, is a complementary to their to their growth of the game, is is at the for, at the at the front of it. Um, keep looking out over the next. Uh, I think this week and early next week we'll get to solidify the number of teams uh, that we have. And and to your point, Matt, Rugby uh, Canada, men's and women's teams both qualified. You know, pat on the back for us to qualify early, let our uh, neighbors to the north qualify, right? But they are, um, they've got such strict COVID requirements yeah. coming down, but also going back that they're, they're humming and hawing about whether they can do it. And, and there's teams like South Africa that are just sitting in South Africa and they can't do anything. They've got to play against each other. Now they got a dearth of, of quality players down there to play against, but it's hard to replicate that, right? As we know, Steve, right? So there's a lot of circumstances and I hope I don't have to, to use all of these lessons there, all of us, to, and Steve, I'm sure, in the MLR, using these lessons that we've learned in MLR you know, too, too often in the future, right? So the USA were in England. They uh, managed to get a warm-up tournament in St. George's, which is actually a football training center for the FA. Uh, they had a difficult weekend. They had a sort of um, six games over three days against GB and Ireland. Uh, they went one and five. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, tough, tough, difficult weekend. It's um, they finished with a win, so they finished on the uptick, which was they had to do really. But Mike was pretty disappointed with some of the performances, and there's not a lot of time now, you know, in terms of getting that cohesion, uh, playing as a sort of playing as units and subunits. A um, couple of guys not on the plane there. Danny Barrett wasn't there. Perry Baker coming back, obviously. So they're not they're not a full complement, but they, they've got some, they've got some things to work on. They need to get home, circle the wagons, get back on the horse. And LA is going to be that opportunity for them. As per Saturday fans going into the stadium, how many can you have in there and how do you get tickets? Yeah. So uh, just go to USA rugby.org and, and they have a link on their page to buy Texas or go to access AXS, you know, uh, Dot com and you can go there. Um, right now, we're starting with 7,100. Uh, we come out of the gates pretty well. We've sold a, a decent amount of tickets. We think that restrictions will be lifted a little bit, so we can add to that as we move forward. Um, relatively free movement. You know, now California is uh, is lifting all the time. You know, by mid June, there might be a you know a lot of restrictions lifted. So you you we're not having a festival. We're not doing that, but it, it should be a good gathering. 
if you will, for people. Um, we're not doing the ancillary tournament and the festival. Some of the things it's purely in play 12 to six on Saturday, give or take. Uh, and as I said, you know, a couple of men's games, then followed by a couple of women's game, really cycling through three games, at least per, per team, you know, men's and women's teams. And, and the men's team will be selected afterwards. And as, as Steve Riley pointed out, you know, adding the Ben Pinkelmans, the Falaus, the even the Nate Ebners and others that are in camp that, that, that it is really going to be interesting off the back of yeah. uh, what they're doing. And, and, and the women's team will be picking it right before and then but there's two or three players that we know are critical for our team that are going to be playing for the first time in a long time in that tournament and we've really lowered the prices you know 25 bucks you know is the uh entry level and so really trying to make it economical for everybody to come uh beer sales will there, will there be beer? absolutely yeah concessions and beer sales oh, you need. Uh, i had you at hello i know i know all you need that sounds good i'm looking forward to it all right, on that note, fellas, uh, thanks for your time. Dan, best of luck. I hope to see you out there. Steven, you're going to go to the Olympics. I know it. You, the Jamaican team is going to get everybody, and we're all going to be at the Olympics together. It's going to be great. All right, on that note, thank you, Mr. Dan Lyle, the original Captain America and legend of USA Rugby, and Stephen Lewis, the still reigning two-time Coach of the Year for USA Rugby and Sevens Guru and General Manager of Rugby United New York. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Steve Lewis and Jeremy Treese. Jeremy, tell the folks at home who you are. Hey, Matt. Hey, Steve. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Jeremy Treese. I'm the CEO of National Collegiate Rugby, which is the largest collegiate rugby organization in the country with over 600 member colleges and 15,000 athletes. And I'm happy to be here today with you guys. Thank you. Now, are you competing with Enscro? No, no, we're not competing with Enscro. Enscro um, evolved into National Collegiate Rugby, uh, founded by Steve Cohen, the, uh, the famous Steve Cohen. And uh, I have taken over. I've got some big shoes to fill for Steve as a CEO and uh, looking forward to this journey. I started uh, in September. So what is your background? Uh, well, so I started playing rugby in the early 90s for a small college, North Adams State College in Massachusetts. Uh, fell in love with the game, like most people um, that, that start playing rugby late in, in, their, in their age. Uh, coached, founded the Franciscan University Rugby Program in 2000. Uh, we took the program varsity in 2007. Uh, got married, moved to New Hampshire. Uh, started a program at New England College, uh, which was in 2011. 
Um, took that program to six uh, national final fours in, in Enscrow when I won two national championships. Got involved with Steve Cohen, helped him out um, with uh, Enscrow, formerly Enscrow, and uh, worked my way up through the organization and, and different positions. And then when the CEO job came available, I, I applied and and uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I I happy I got the job and and here we are. And Steve, you're part of this organization as well. Yep, I'm a board member. So I've been on the board, I think, about three years now. So um, terrific organization. I'm sure we'll get into it later. And, you know, some of the things they've done for collegiate rugby, and in particular, what we're about to discuss today, the collegiate rugby championship, the return of sevens. So it's a, a fantastic, exciting event, interesting format, but I'll let, I'll defer to Jeremy to, to explain Yes, my, my elevator pitch, uh, my elevator line here for this, Jeremy, is that it's the return of college rugby's biggest event and the start of a new rugby tradition, May Madness. Yeah, May Madness. So May Madness was a, an idea that I came up with last year. Um, and I was looking at how, as an organization, we could uh, grow upon the CRC, which we hadn't acquired yet, uh, but it was something that we, we were talking about as an organization, how we can make that better. And then we came upon um, the CRC, ha had a meeting with United, well, formerly United World Sports, Patty Pressmack and Rhino, Keith Mursky there. And uh, the opportunity came up that, you know, we wanted to keep the CRC alive because we found out that, you know, that, that they weren't going to do it. And John Pressmack built that and there's a lot of tradition there. And we wanted to uh, keep keep that tournament alive and, and what John built. So so we came up with the, so we asked if we could do it, and they said yes. This is great. It's great news. Uh, tell tell us about the format. How many teams? Is it men and women? It is. So it's still men's and women. So so we wanted to make it marketable for rugby. So at NCR, what we've done is we've taken 15s. And we've moved that to fall. So 15s will wrap up in the fall. And then we move all, turn our entire attention to sevens in the spring. Um, April, in a normal COVID, non-COVID year, April will be all qualifiers. Um, we're going to do 16 qualifiers in the month of April. And then we're going to move into uh, May Madness, which is basically March Madness in a weekend. We do 32 brackets on the men's side. We do 16 on the women for a total of 48 teams. And we have a bracket challenge, just like they do in, in March Madness. Uh, we have as many games on the men's side as you do in March Madness. There's 64 games to choose from. Wow. And on the women's side, there's 32, uh, which is going to make it a really cool fan experience. We wanted the tournament to be um, a roller coaster ride from the opening kickoff to the very end. Next year, we've got a lot of ideas on how we can make it better. We're going to add some group and pools that, that so teams can um, – get together with their college buddies and, and create these pools and, and groups like they do in March Madness. So sometimes, you know, some of them can be used as fundraisers for, for rugby programs. Um, we're going to have one website that's dedicated to the whole thing. So you can get all the updated scores. We'll be there. There'll be a ticker there. So you're not going to have to search for scores for the games. After every game is complete, the score, the score will be uploaded to the website. Um, there'll be leaderboards. The first place winner will win four VIP tickets to the CRC next year. And the runner-up will win two VIP tickets to the uh, tournament next year. So, key question, Jeremy: When is it? Where is it? Ah, great question. So, May Madness is on May 29th 
through the 31st, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's in New Orleans. We're playing at Nola Gold Stadium, the Shrine on the Airline. And the tournament begins uh, bright and early on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and runs pretty much all day, same on Sunday. And uh, Monday, we'll, we'll wrap up probably around 4.30 on Memorial Day. And what, what's the fan uh, allowance in the stadium? Do you know? 10,000. They're, they're no oh, wow. capacity. Yeah. We don't think we'll reach even close to those numbers this year. Uh, you know, obviously it's a COVID year and we got this thing up and running late at about three and a half months. Uh, you know, we're, we're hoping if we can get to a, a quarter capacity year one, considering that, you know, we, we haven't done a lot of marketing. We haven't really invested into, um, you know, that part of it because this is, this is the first year. Um, we'll, we'll be, we'll be happy. We'll be streaming. It'll be streaming on, um, USA Seven's Facebook page. It'll be street. It'll be on Cox sports, which is the local, uh, sports channel down in new Orleans. And it'll also be, uh, streaming on the rugby network. USA Sevens is different than USA rugby. Yeah. The USA Sevens Facebook page was the United world sports, um, page that they use for Vegas sevens and the CRC in the past. So, so that page is still active and has about 830,000 followers uh, following that page. So we'll be streaming live on that page on Facebook. And on the rugby network. And on the rugby network, of course, and Cox sports, it'll be on television. Um, I think believe Cox sports reaches about 10 million households from Las Vegas down to Florida, up to Virginia. Will there be any shot at a, college championship a unified college championship in 15s with d1a say for instance you know we're always open for those discussions um our d1 our 15s national championship for men's will be on the weekend of december 10th through the 12th that, that's breaking news here we, we haven't announced that and the women's national championship will be the weekend before um on december i believe it's fourth through the sixth and uh, you know if Anyone's welcome to join NCR. You know, we're, we're a very open organization. And, and if, if you wanted, if teams wanted to join us from D1A and play in our, our December national championship, they're, they're more than welcome. The door's open. We're not, uh, you know, we don't, we don't own any of these teams that are part of NCR. They're, they're free to come and go as they please. Um, we're, we're just hoping that we built a, a good enough product and we're putting out good enough uh, services to the student athletes and their coaches and their universities that people want to stay with us and be part of us. You know, that's, that's our business model. And how's the current relationship with USA rugby? It's as good as it's been in a while. You know, there were, we're the, uh, the tournament, the CRC will be sanctioned by USA rugby. So, so that's a very positive thing. And we're working and the, and the we're working, um, we're working with them. The conversation is ongoing with them moving forward into the fall. So we're, we're hoping that we can come to some sort of agreement that benefits all of uh, rugby in the U.S. because we realize that we're all in the symbiotic relation, relationship with each other. Um, you know, between Major League Rugby, youth rugby, college rugby, club rugby, national teams. And, and if we're going to make this work in the U.S., we, we've all got to be pulling in the same direction and not uh, infighting and, and arguing with each other. I think with regard to Jeremy's comments, I completely agree. I mean, the important thing this spring coming out of a COVID pandemic was to get college kids back on the field, having fun playing rugby. So we ironed out those differences. This tournament is happening thanks to the hard work of Jeremy, other um, NCR people, Pat Clifton, Lucy, 
Um, so they've done a terrific job in conjunction with, as Jeremy rightly points out, Tim Falcon and Nola have been extremely supportive. Um, I believe support from the US Rugby Football Foundation. So it's a collaborative thing and it needs to happen. And we just got to get it off the ground and enjoy ourselves for three days. Uh, and Steve, how about the opportunity for MLR scouts? Absolutely. Um, so I'll be down there. I'm a board member, obviously, but I, I want to, you know, check out the latest generation of college talent. And there's some superb teams there, right? You've got the top dogs, Life, Lindenwood, Davenport, Army, AIC, lots of good co uh, colleges, lots of good programs. Um, there's a college draft for the MLR is in August. And this is really the last opportunity to see some of these guys live, which, you know, if you're going to give somebody a contract, I kind of want to see them live. So, yeah, very much an opportunity to scout for players to showcase their wares and for MLR teams to see, see guys in the flesh. And Jeremy, on the USA rugby front, it's an obvious opportunity for young women and men to get themselves noticed for Team USA 7s programs and even 15s programs. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, we, have, we have a good group of women's teams down there as well. We have Life in Lindenwood. We have Davenport. We have Wayne State, which is a small college powerhouse team. University of Northern Iowa is going to be there. I mean, so there's uh, Bryant College will, will be down there. So there, there are a lot of really good women's programs that'll be there. And uh, if I was scouting, if I was coaching the women's national team, I'd want to be at that tournament, uh, you know, looking at them as well. Yeah, terrific venue. I mean, sevens, right? In New Orleans, what's not to like? I can't wait. You should come. You should be there. On that note. Hey, oh, hey, man, one more thing. So in addition to May Madness, we have a group of collegiate rep side teams that are coming down to play college tens that'll be there at the tournament as well. And it was very important for us to put that tournament together as well, because there are a lot of seniors that don't play sevens that were going out without playing their last, their, their, their last year of rugby. So it was very important for us to put that tournament on as well, to make sure that those seniors could get on the field one last time and, and have a fun weekend and play and walk away with some hardware if they're, if they're good enough. So we got tens, we got sevens, we got New Orleans, we got the gold mine. It's all good. The CRCs, the College Rugby Championship, seven series returns. It's even, it's, it's so, that is so great to hear. I hope to be there. I hope to see everybody out there. And if you're not there, the beauty of it is, as we mentioned, you can watch it. Uh, live streamed on the rugbynetwork.com, USA 7's Facebook page, and Cox TV locally in New Orleans. But check that. But all good. Rugby's growing in America. Thanks to you guys for helping do that. Jeremy Treese, Steve Lewis, I'm Matt McCarthy. For both of these gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. And make sure you check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Show, our Global Rugby Recap, What Are the Odds, our Major League Rugby Sports Bet Show with the Philly Godfather, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifty Bailu, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team.